Welcome to another episode of Golf Origin Stories. I'm Chris McEwen, and that's Africa by Toto. I think everyone knows that song. I have nothing to contribute or tell you about that song. Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's not like I don't like it. It's a perfectly fine song, but I play that song because my friend Jake Weaver is on the show today, and he loves that song. And we had a conversation a long time ago on Twitter about just how much he loves that song. And while I want to give him a hard time about it, one, the reason that he loves that song so much is is a good reason. And we get we talk about that uh, today. And two, I mean, we all have our guilty pleasures, and you're going to learn that about me sooner than later. And I've got some doozies, and I'm not ashamed of any of them. So... Anyways, that's why we're listening to... I do have a a fun fact about Toto, at least, I guess. Um, They were nominated for Best New Artist in 1978, which, you know, okay, fine. But they lost to someone insignificant now that we look back. But they were nominated alongside Elvis Costello, which I think is relatively interesting. Very different sort of sounds and and types of music, which that's that's what's great about music. And that's actually what's great about golf. And um, hopefully that's what you think is kind of great about this show, is that we get some different stories about the same thing or in the same genre. And today is Jake's story, and it's, it's a very good one. And it turns out Jake and I sure have a lot in common. And um, he... Grew up in South Dakota, and I lived in South Dakota for a time, which is interesting. And um, his father ran the newspaper at the base that I was stationed at when I lived in South Dakota. And um, so we kind of have those, we kind of cross paths, sort of, kind of, in that way. Anyways, that's why that song is playing. So uh, without further ado, let's talk to Jake and find out what his golf origin story is. Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, so where should we start with you? So you are, you're at golfer underscore Jake underscore 78 on Twitter. Yeah, that's correct. Right. And that's kind of how we quote unquote met. I think it was probably through the, uh, the wonderful world of uh, hashtag golf chat. Yeah, it's a great group. Um, I think I started following you just cause you were reviewing some cool stuff and then we got to chatting through that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a great group. I like it. I kind of, uh, I've been hit or miss lately because I'm trying to, to better myself physically. So that's usually gym night. So it's kind of tough, but, um, but yeah, when I, when I can, I certainly want to join. It's always a good, uh, good discussion with some good people. Yeah. And always jump on late and respond. Cause some guys will still get on and see it and I get responses the next day too. So yeah, yeah I guess that's true. I like the rule. I, I in general, I just like the rule that uh, we all kind of follow each other. Yep. And just we, we just kind of created this like mini community, so it's kind of cool. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So the um, the other topic I think I wanted to um, to get to with you before we got to your your golf origin story was um, I think I think you were the one that had a bit. You have a you have an affinity for a, a very specific band. I think from maybe the late seventies, early eighties. Do, do? do you know what I'm referencing? Is it Toto? 
Oh, I just like the song Africa. Oh, okay. I, I remember sure if you were you out though when I said that was one of the best songs that Africa is one of the top two songs ever. Yeah, that that um, it did freak me out. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It it sent me into a shock. <laughs> so so can we just um, deconstruct that song for one moment since it's your yeah that's you, fine since it's it's one of your <clears throat> top songs ever. What? Why exactly is he blessing the rains in Africa? I honestly have no idea. Is I just, um, you know, I just, every time it comes on, I listen to it and I sing it and my kids like it. So it's something that uh, we, we can do together in the car and yeah. uh, we don't end up mocking each other too bad. So it just, I just think it's a really fun song. So, so I have no idea why he's blessing the rains. <laughs> yeah. I have two, two boys. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys, uh, you guys working on shoveling yourselves out? You're in Iowa, right? Yeah, we went out and shoveled. Uh, my wife and I actually shoveled around four o'clock um, when I got yeah. home from work. Uh, my oldest is in college, so he doesn't have to shovel. And uh, my younger son, he is actually autistic. And so oh, okay. he struggles a little bit with, he'll come out and help for a little bit, but he just, it, it gets too much for him to be out in the cold and the wind like that. So Yeah, for sure. How do you feel about the cover? The Weezer cover of Africa. Um, it's you, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not good. Um, I have you ever heard Straight No Chaser? I have heard Straight No Chaser. Yeah. Have you ever heard them do Africa? Um, no. Okay. They, theirs is excellent because it's really? all acapella, and they do all the they make all the instrumental sounds pretty close with their voices. Oh, it's wow. really really good. Yeah, my wife went to school with them. Oh really? Well, with the original group, yeah. Now it's, it's there's some different folks, but uh, one of the original members is a newscaster here in Chicago now. Oh wow! As a matter of fact, yeah, we just learned that the other day. But wow. um, but yeah, she went to she went to um, Indiana. Yeah, I was, I was that's where it originated. Okay, it was Indiana. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the other, I think, <clears throat> um, you went to South Dakota State. Correct. Yep, the where, Jackrabbit. Where in yeah they played so my daughter goes to Illinois State, okay. And uh, so they play each other in football. She's a cheerleader for the football team and basketball team for that matter. But but yeah, yeah they, um, where where is South Dakota State? Um, it's in Brookings, South Dakota. Okay. Um, so mostly everybody that doesn't know South Dakota knows kind of where Sioux Falls is. Yep. And they kind of know where Fargo is. Brookings is about a fourth of the way between the two. Yeah. So I I lived in uh, Rapid City for two years. Okay, I actually grew up in Rapid City. Did you really? Yeah, I yep. I served at the Air Force Base there. Oh, cool. My dad, uh, my dad published the newspaper for the Air Force Base from like 1978 through like 1995. Did he really? So I got there in '97. Oh, okay. Six. Yeah, I got there just after yeah. he was done. I guess, huh? Yeah. He. So yeah, he did that for a long time. My folks live in Sioux Falls now, but um, okay, they were out there probably till 2010 you know i went to college in 96 so that's when i when i left rapid city and i i actually haven't been back now in seven eight years i, I miss it i need to get back yeah it's um i remember the first time when i lived there the first summer of sturgis that i'd experienced okay and, yep. uh, and everything so the first sign that something was was happening was that everything like quadrupled in price like everything, like the, the Motel 6 went from, you know, whatever it was, 40 bucks a night to $200 a night. And that is not, I'm not kidding. It, it is, everything just totally transforms into this, uh, 
this destination. It was really yeah, quite interesting. I remember my grandparents lived um, up near uh, Deadwood, and they lived reasonably close to a main highway that runs from Deadwood um, south through the hills. Mm-hmm. And visit them during Sturgis Week, and it was just bikes constantly, uh, you know, from 6 a.m. to midnight, just bikes constantly on the road. So, yep, yep. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting time to be in that area, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you see lots of stuff that I I will never forget seeing. It's like it's just <laughs> there forever. <laughs> There's some things you can't unsee. Yeah, that's true. And then you are you're the kind of the co I don't know if, not co sponsor co founder I suppose of the Griever Cup. Yes. All right. So you guys had your first one. Unfortunately, I couldn't go, but you had your first one down. Where'd you, you guys played, um, you guys played a couple of courses and. Yeah. So, um, it all started. So Ben, Ben Green, the, uh, the host of golf chat, uh, played at tobacco road and was, was raving about it on Twitter. And I just made a joke that he should schedule a, a golf trip for all of us at tobacco road. And, uh, and that's in North Carolina and he just kind of yeah. ran with it. Um, and then I got involved to help, uh, you know, help figure out what kind of competition we do and um, help pick out prizes and that kind of thing. And then um, we were there playing and we played uh, three, four rounds at Tobacco Row. We played Dormy Club. A couple of us that were there early also played Southern Pines. Wow. And we had such a good time. We were talking about what well, we should do it again next year. And Ben said, well, Jake, since you're the, you're the co-creator here, uh, you need to pick something that you love as much as I love Tobacco Road. And, and we'll have it wherever you want next year. So, so I'm in the process of, of working out uh, where we're going to go. I know where we're going to go. The people who went last year know where we're going to go, but um, <laughs> I get it, until yep. I get it fully booked, I can't, I can't let it <laughs> slip. It, it will be yeah. within distance of me though. And within driving distance of Chicago. So yeah, um, hopefully if you'll it, be able to make it this year. If Yeah. If it's the one that I hope it is, um, God, I hope it's, it's. I hope you book it. I don't think it's a secret that my favorite course is Lesonia Links. Yeah, I, I mean, anybody who follows me on Twitter knows that. So yeah, um, so, I, I can. I think it's fa- safe to assume that that will be part of it. So wh- why is Lasonia your favorite golf course? Um, you know, it's just it's it's the whole it's the whole vibe around the place. Um, I love. I love golf courses that uh, are fairly open off the tee. I haven't always been the straightest driver of the golf ball. I've gotten a lot better in the last six months, but um, not being able to have to worry about my tee shot and being able to get it in play and then um, really think around how to play the second and and greens that make you think and, um, you know, just elevation change. That's, that's just right on my alley. And it just, it has all of that. I mean, the front nine is a little bit more spaced out. It moves up and down a little more, and then you get to the back nine. And once you get to ten green, you look out and you can see every other hole on the on the back nine. And it's just, just it's. I mean, you've seen the pictures probably on Friday Egg and everything else. It's just back and forth and around, and there's uh, these huge um, mounds that that they built up with steam shovels, and every green is pushed up, and it's got undulation. It's just it's just fun. It's challenging. Um, you know, the first time I went around it, I played awesome. The second time I went around, I didn't play nearly as well, and I still had a blast. So that's a measure of a good course for me if I could play it and not have my best stuff and still really enjoy it. So, yeah. 
Is there is there lodging there? Uh, they have some on-site lodging. Um, okay. It's not it's not anything fancy, uh, but it's right on Green Lake, and there's all kinds of uh, like Verbos and and Airbnbs around oh, okay. there. Um, there's a couple of motels that do package deals as well. So, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm 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 waiting with bated breath to get the date so I can throw them on a calendar and make sure that uh, I don't miss this year's because I want to get out there. Yeah, it'll be sure. uh, we'll be announcing it in early March. I've got I've already got one course booked. Um, I've got the second one. Uh, we're gonna have three different sites. So oh, one wow. site's already, and then the other two I can book um, in February. So by early March we'll be able to announce it. Oh man. Okay. Sounds awesome. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And, uh, Ben's going to be on the show too. I've, I've, That's what he, he was, he was telling me that. Yeah. I've um, him, both of you guys <laughs> come on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He and I talk pretty regularly cause I think I, I, uh, I'm a planner. So I like to tell him how things are going with, with Griever cup. And, yeah. um, so I, I text him a couple times a week to tell him if I've thought of something new or, and he's and he's usually pretty gracious about responding. Hopefully, I'm not driving him nuts. Yeah, right, right. All right. Well, um, let's get to it. Let's get to uh, to why you're here. Let's talk about when, where, and why you fell in love. I mean, I, when I asked you, you know, to come on, and I, you know, I think we were we we're talking about. I think I, I actually asked you, like, do you love golf? And you'd said something to the effect that it's it's more than that. It's it's an unhealthy obsession. It really is. Which, <laughs> I don't know if that's possible to have an unhealthy obsession <laughs> about golf, quite honestly. If, if so, so be it. All right. So um, I guess uh, I, I mean, I've been playing since I was a kid. So I started playing when I was eight years old. So um, I'm in my 40s now. So over 30 years playing playing golf. And, um, you know, I just started out uh, my when I was six years old. My grandparents, um, they were retired. And they uh, decided to run their local club, uh, Tomahawk Country Club near Deadwood, South Dakota, okay. for this season. Back then, they had the course employed a full-time maintenance guy. But other than that, uh, the members would, would run it for the summer. So my grandma and my great-aunt and then my grandpa and uh, my great-uncle kind of ran the place for the summer. Uh, mostly my grandma and my great-aunt, but my grandpa helped do things around there. And so we started spending time at the, you know, at the golf course because they lived close to us and we'd want to go see them and, and they were at the golf course. So, so that's where we'd get to spend time. And I started riding along when my dad and my grandpa would play. And, uh, you know, my grandpa started, he was, uh, probably 64 at the time. He started when he was 50 years old. Um, huh. so late in life, he, you know, yeah. he grew up as a, as a rancher, um, went to world war II came back, eventually settled in uh, Leeds, South Dakota, working at the home state gold mine for 30 years. And when he retired, um, he played golf. That's that was like a, a job for him. Wow. And so just riding along and um, spending time with my grandpa, and my dad, I, I love that. And then when I was uh, around eight, my mom and dad got me a, a starter set from the Ostad's catalog. And we did a family lesson uh, where uh, my mom and dad, my brother and I all went and I can distinctly remember the, the pro at the time hitting a golf shot. And I was like, holy cow, that's what I want to do because he just, I mean, I'm sure it, I don't know how far it went. At, I mean, it was, uh, we were persimmon woods at the time and, and a lot of golf balls. So it maybe only went 250 yards, which seems like nothing today, but 
Right. I mean, to me, that my eyes just bugged out, and I thought that's awesome. Um, At eight years old, it might have got it might as well have gone a mile. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. So the way we would play is um, my mom, my dad would let me hit off the tee, and then um, you know I'd have to pick my ball up and go to where his was because they were very conscious about slowing up the golfers behind us. <laughs> And then I'd get to hit there, and I'd pick it up. And then when I got to the green, I could putt out. And so I remember telling somebody I shot like 59, but that's how I was doing it was I was picking it up and taking it to my my dad's ball. So I wasn't really shooting that. Right. Uh, you guys are probably – you're just basically playing a, a modified scramble. Yeah, like exactly. Family scramble, right? Yeah. So we did that, and that's kind of how I played for the first couple of years. And then when I was 10 years old, um, we had kind of a, a health scare in our family. My mom had – she developed a cyst on her brain of all things. And uh, there wasn't a neurosurgeon in Rapid City who could um, operate on it. So she and my dad had to go to Denver for the, for the surgery. And um, there was complications. She's fine now, healthy. There's no problems, but she ended up spending, they ended up spending like a month in Denver. Wow. So my brother and I stayed with my grandma and grandpa. So I just started going the golf course. And that's the summer I really remember like, okay, this is something I really want to stick to is, is I want to keep playing golf and I want to try to get better at it. And, um, you know, this is, this is my game. And so I uh, just going from going with my grandpa, going with my grandma and playing, that's really where it started. You know, I played through high school. I played some high school golf. I wasn't the best player. I'd, I was never a practicer. So I like to play a lot. I got good yeah. at, at playing shots, but I never got repeatable. So I was a, I was kind of a JV superstar, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a tweener, a yeah, guy, yeah. You know, it's funny. I played, uh, I played three years, so I didn't, I didn't make the team my freshman year. Um, I made it my sophomore, junior, and senior year, and we had a really good team. Um, we won the state tournament my junior and senior year, but I didn't, I didn't play on the team that went to state either year. Our top four golfers on that team all ended up playing, uh, playing high school golf, or sorry, college golf, and yeah. one of them who was our number one player, actually won the Ben Hogan Award at New Mexico State um, and ended up playing professionally for a lot of years. He spent one year on the PGA Tour, played wow. in a bunch of a handful of U.S. Opens, I would guess. Um, he's won the Colorado Open a couple times. So, you know, we had a really good team, and I ended up feeling – so I was kind of down on golf when I graduated high school because I felt like I was a terrible golfer. And uh, I didn't play much my first year of college came home for the summer worked. I played a little bit, um, next year at school. And then I, I took a internship in the twin cities and, um, there was a couple of guys that did a, a Thursday night work league and they invited me to play in it. And I, I went out and played with them and I was better than all of them. <laughs> and they were just stunned at how well I could play golf. And, you know, so that kind of got me like, okay, well maybe I should, should start thinking about this again. And then we had, uh, you know, I got, I was, I was dating my wife at the time and we got married after our junior year or in the middle of our junior year. And then, um, unplanned, but a blessing, we got pregnant right away. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I had a couple of years there where I didn't play, play much golf, but then we moved to Iowa and golf was, was cheap here and, um, there's good access. So I start I started playing a lot more. I started making, making good friends that play the game. And, uh, you know, I just, it was kind of like I fell in love all over again and it just became more, it, more and more part of who I was and 
and what I was doing. And most of my best friends here now are golfers, you know, I, and I, throughout the winter, we all lament together that we're not playing, <laughs> yeah. we're playing on Wednesdays and, and Saturdays and sometimes Fridays during the summer. Um, you know, and last year I, I, I tell everybody that last year was my best year ever. I had, uh, I played 122 times Jeez. and I saw 12 new golf courses and I set, um, I had one of my best rounds ever when I was at Tobacco Road. I shot uh, one over par from the back tees there, which is pretty fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I've, I've made lifelong friends through it. So it's just been, it's just been something that's really part of who I am, something that I love to do and hope to continue to do for as long as I can. Yeah. Now, did you play any other sports at all in, in as a youth or in high school or anything like that? Or was it just golf or nothing? No, I, so I'm not super athletic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm not great at running. I, I, I was blessed with decent hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at, uh, you know, the running and jumping type things. Uh, I played basketball um, in elementary school and in middle school. I did track for a year. And then in the winter when I couldn't golf, I, I did bowling. Again, that was influenced by my grandparents and, and my dad. That's what they did. And so... Okay. You know, I, I did that in the winter. We didn't have any like organized high school bowling like Iowa has it and it's pretty big. But um, at the time we didn't have it. So I didn't I didn't really compete that much with it. And then, um, you know, I never tried baseball again because of the running thing. Um, so, no, <laughs> I I'm bet just, you'd be good at it, though, if you can hit a golf ball as well as you do. Yeah, I mean, I can hit a baseball. The problem is I can't I struggle with fielding. OK, so that I, you know, I can throw it pretty accurately. Um, I, I used to, when my, my oldest pitched, uh, played baseball and I could pitch batting practice to those guys and they would, they would shell me. I mean, I'd just get, rocked. <laughs> right. but that was the point. So, yeah. uh, but I just, I, I never got the fielding part. I, I just couldn't, you know, put me in outfield and I think I was right under a pop fly and it'd fall right in front of me, you know, grounder. So, I can't tell when it was going to hop. So, right. So what have, so you have, you said you haven't been back to South Dakota at all or just Rapid City or like um, have you gone back to that golf course where it kind of where where it all started? You know, I haven't played that golf course. So my grandpa died in 2001. Um and I played with him he died in March of 2001 and the last time I played golf with him was August of 2000. And okay. I always tell people that my grandpa was my first and best and always will be my best golf buddy. And I, I mean, every time I play golf, I think about him. Um, you know, I'm tearing up a little bit right now just talking about him because uh, he just he he wasn't the most talkative guy in the world. But, you know, when we when we could play golf, he was talkative. He was always encouraging. He was never negative about anything I did. I was doing, um, you know, he always managed at some point during the round to slip in that he loved me. So, yeah, it was he. So I played with him um, August of 2000. I remember the day. I don't remember anything about what I shot that day. He was not the healthiest at the time. Um, he, he was battling cancer. Wow. And he hadn't played more than nine holes all summer. Um, so we were, the plan was, was we were going to go play. He was going to play the front nine with me. My grandma was going to play. And then my, my great uncle was going to play. And then my great aunt came along and she was just going to ride along. And then she would play the back nine when my grandpa wore, wore out. So we played the front nine, he shot 50, he shot 54 and, uh, he was playing from the front tees yeah. and he said he felt good and he wanted to keep playing. And I, I'm 
on the back nine, then he started, he really got it going. And he hadn't, he said he hadn't broken 50 all year and he shot 49 on that back nine. And, um, like I said, I don't remember anything I did that day. I just remember watching grandpa and being amazed and being so glad I got to have that experience. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he passed and we visited a few more times and like my grandma was still doing well and she still liked to play golf when I was around. So I went with her a few more times and then she passed in 2005, kind of the same thing. She and I played, um, the summer before she passed and, um, she had told me that she was going to leave me their shares to the golf course as part of my inheritance. And, and at that time we didn't know that anything was, was coming, but then she got, um, she got really sick in the winter and she passed the next spring as well. And I haven't oh. played it since then. So 2005 was the last time I played, played that golf course. Yeah. I want to get back. I always tell um, my buddy Stanton, who's he's on Twitter as well um, at golfing anchor. And I always tell him if I, next time I make it out there, we're going up there to play. And uh, cause he still lives in rapid city okay. and he hates golf course, but he, he even agreed that he'll do it. So. Yeah. That's um, God, what a great story. I mean, that's it, right? That's what this, yeah. that's what this game's about. And that's what kind of, that's great. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's great that you can kind of like that, the game kind of, I mean, obviously you would have been close to your grandfather no matter what, and you would have remembered moments with your grandfather, you know, just like I do with mine. And, but that, um, that ability to, I mean, now you can go back to that plate, you can go back to the golf course and, you know, and, and kind of almost be there with them, Yep. you know, and you finally go back. So well, and every awesome. time I hit it, every time I'm playing now and I hit a shot that I probably shouldn't have been able to hit, or I make a long putt, I always think that maybe grandpa was helping me out a little bit on that one. So yeah. um, I like to think of him. I, I think he's still up there and I think he's still rooting me on. So that's great. Yeah. What a, what a great story. Well, I was going to ask why, but I think, I think you've answered it. I think you asked <laughs> why you love golf so much. I mean, you really, that's, that's just the perfect reason right there. So, yeah, I mean, it, it has evolved. I mean, if you would ask me that, that, that question 10 years ago, I would have said, well, the challenge of shooting a new best score but it, more and more as I get, I get older and I don't, I'm not old by any means, but as I get older, it's more about the people you spend the time with and the, the shared experiences and, and having, you know, having that time with people. I used to love to play golf by myself. Now I really don't, I'd much rather have somebody with me. If I go by myself, I only play nine holes because at that point it's like, I'd rather have somebody to talk to. So, and I'm pretty yeah. introverted wise, but for, for whatever reason, golf brings it out of me. Yeah, that's your that's your grandpa's influence too. Yeah, you know, hanging around with him on the golf course taught you how to be social. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, that's um, that's a great story. I, I loved it. And um, again, thanks for joining. Thanks for jumping yeah. on the show. You're welcome. And um, when I uh, I can't wait to get that date. Don't don't leave me hanging too long. We said March, right? So we have to wait till March. Yeah, um, I'll let you know March. As soon right. as I as soon as I can get let me put it this way as soon as I can get everything booked, yeah. And, so, and the, the one the longest poll told me end of February early March was when they'd be ready to book a group of our size. Yeah. So what are we expecting? What are the numbers we're expecting? Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna limit it to sixteen this year. Um, we oh, had okay. nine last year. Um, we're we're gonna try to to grow it. But Ben and I want to keep it. We want to keep it relatively small. Maybe grow it slowly but we want it to be where everybody can still get to play golf with who they want to get to play with and, and get to get to meet people. We don't want it to be some massive, 
you know, I mean, golf, not golf chat's not that big anyway, but you know, we don't want to get to be some 40, 50 person event where maybe you don't even know half the people that are out there. We want, we want to be able to form friendships and, and, um, you know, longer lasting memories, longer lasting golf groups. So we're going to try to cap it at 16. Uh, hopefully we'll get to that number. I'm hoping with them, with the more central location, you know, the close to Chicago guys like yourself, Brian Tweed, you know, the, some of the Wisconsin guys that, that golf chat will be able to, to make what I hope is the short drive to, to play golf with us. Yeah. I think, uh, that's a great idea to keep it small and, and, uh, kind of, um, a little more intimate than a, a big giant shotgun start. Yep. Exactly. Tournament feel thing. Yeah. That's yeah. great. All right, sir. Thanks right. again. I'll Good see thing. you on the, uh, on the golf Twitter verse. And, um, yeah. Hopefully we talk some more again soon. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Chris. All right. Talk to you later. That's my friend, Jake Weaver. And I call him a friend, even though I've, I've yet to shake his hand in, in person, but I like the guy. He's a great follow on Twitter. Go and track him down. His, uh, his handle will be in the show notes. And um, yeah, that's the show. Thought it was a good one. It's fun talking to, to Jake. And, and again, this, this, kind of selfish endeavor that I'm on with this podcast is, is allowing me to talk to the people that I think are interesting and the people that I want to talk to. And hopefully you find it interesting as well. And as I always say, if you've got a story, or you know that someone that has a story, let me know on Twitter at Chris McEwen or head over to chrismcuen.com slash golf origin stories. And you can leave a note there for me and send me a, a uh, a heads up that you've got a story, but for now, that's the show. Thanks again for joining. Honestly, thank you so much for listening. For those that are listening, I really appreciate it. But with that, I will leave Jake and his family, their chorus. So prepare the vocal cords, turn up the volume on this a little bit and sing your hearts out. Weaver family, go get it. We'll see you later.